All right, welcome to Peeps Creek, the cafe where you can order your favorite drink, sit at our table, and listen to some slightly intense but definitely worthwhile conversation, a podcast where you can drink, listen, and converse. Today, I am joined in the cafe by... Davion. Davion. And Davion, who are you? Your son. My son. <laughs> and what are you drinking on today, Davion? Water. Water. That's H2O? Yeah. You got ice? Yeah. All right. I am drinking on bourbon, bullet bourbon, that is. And remember, if you're over the age of 21, you can grab your favorite adult beverage. And if you're under the age of 21, you can grab you some water like Davion, get some tea, get some coffee, get some apple juice, or even maybe some hot cocoa. All right. Are you ready to get into the conversation? Yeah. Let's get into the conversation. So... What's on the menu today at Peeps Creek? Hot stuff coming up. All right, on the menu today at Peeps Creek is sex education with dad. (laughs) Davion, are you excited about this topic? Nope. Anyhow, for those of you who don't know, the menu is the topic of the day. And the topic, again, is sex education with dad. The last time that you were here, Debian, do you remember? Yeah. And that was a while ago, right? That was like last year. And, yeah. And you were pretending like you were going to try to, um, I guess, try to be some video <laughs> video game. Who? You didn't buy the thing. I'm sorry? You didn't buy the thing. What thing? The monitor and the stuff I needed. But I, I told you exactly what you needed to do. Do you remember? You said get grades. No, I didn't just say get the grades. I said come up with a proposal. I did come and up with one. A, a written proposal? You didn't say written at the time. Well, you should know that uh, here's business 101. Whenever you're trying to get into a deal, a contract with someone, make sure that well, you, you write it down. Mm, well, that could, it depends. Because a contract, that contract probably could not be completed within a year so or a contract wouldn't apply but anyhow <laughs> we are going to move on to the fact that this year we had some major changes with you would you agree with that yeah and what what was the biggest change switching schools switching schools so this year we decided to take davion well i decided along with his mom but i decided to take davion out of the typical brick and mortar school that means i removed him from our school district and i decided that i was going to homeschool it is a combination of online through k12.org um and me um doing lessons and going through things of that nature. So let's talk a little bit about why we made that decision. So there were some concerns at your particular school because I felt like <clears throat> they were not receptive of diversity. Do you what what's your thought process on that? What do you mean? Like I felt like they didn't understand like the cultural differences of some of the school I mean some of the students. Oh, yeah. What do you got to say about that? I mean, I was just there so I can get my grades. I wasn't really focused on that. You weren't focused on what? All that, like, what you just said. Yeah, but you, you came home all the time complaining about your teachers, like that science teacher who called you a, a hoodlum or, uh, or, or a gangster. 
And there was always some issue with your principal or somebody pointing the finger at you. Do you not recall all this? Yeah, that's because I was popular. <laughs> Wait, they they would point the fingers at you because you were popular. Yeah. And uh, why do you say that? Like, explain that. Because they thought I, did, I, I don't care about getting in trouble. And what what does that have to do with your popularity? Because my name's always in everything. Because you think you're the shit. Yeah. Do you think you're the shit? I don't think I know I am. <laughs> Wait. Who, who, who told you that? That's self-confidence. Self-confidence. Okay. Did you learn that from somewhere? Mm-mm. People mm-hmm. in August have self-confidence. You said what? People in August that were born in August have self-confidence. And so because you were born in August 28th, that, 28th, that automatically instills into you some level of confidence. Yep. Okay. Well, sounds like you're going to have some problems. You, you ain't got no job. Now, I wish people in August also got some jobs so they can get some money up coming up in this household. All right. So um, <clears throat> what, was, what would you say was your, other than you've been popular, what would you say was your biggest hurdle at the brick and mortar school? Or your biggest obstacle? I don't really know. If did you yeah, feel did you feel know. like you were successful? Sometimes. Okay. What and why were you only successful sometimes? Because sometimes the subjects were hard, like math. But I got you right here. Why didn't you come home and and let me teach you math? I tried that. And what happened? You think you're a professor? That don't work. That does not work out. But, but I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but the way you do it is not... It's like you're a college professor. And what's the problem with that? I'm trying to get you on my level because that's part of self-confidence, knowing what you know and putting forth your knowledge. Not at home. That stuff stays at school. When I come home, it's video game time and sleep. What about homework? I do all my homework in school. That's... I completed all my homework at school. At, I always had extra at the, time. At the brick and mortar school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did your grades show that? No. I don't think so at it was all. because of the test. Oh, because of the test. But yet, what I recall is that on the comments on the report card was that Davion need to put forth more effort. Davion needs to turn into homework. They're just the, haters. they haters. Okay, yeah. But yet, I went into your room and I found all your homework stats somewhere torn up. You never completed That wasn't it. homework. What was it? That was work. That was extra papers I got at in the class. But were you supposed to do those things? I already did them. I just got extra papers because I thought I lost them. I thought I lost them, so I always asked for extra papers. That, that makes absolutely no they sense. They always give me extra papers. And so you just would... But did you turn it into work? Yeah. So either you just don't know nothing? <laughs> you didn't no, know the subject? They don't teach anything. Oh, okay. All right. So let's talk about a little bit about transitioning to homeschooling. So <clears throat> first of all, do you like it or dislike it? Dislike it. And why do you dislike it? Because I need to be in a classroom environment with other students. Why? Near me. Why? it helps me focus better. Does it? Yeah. But you were, you were in several classes with people next to you and it didn't help you focus that's because i was in my immature ways so you mature now yeah and when at what time did you mature on what day this year well not this year but this homeschool year so you didn't mature until you were in the homeschool program 
until I actually so realized. therefore so therefore therefore no 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 no, 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 no. let no, me finish no. let me finish therefore it is in, it is telling me the no. the anecdotal evidence tells me uh-uh. that it was the environment that made you realize that you needed to be focused and so therefore being outside of being in the environment with your classmates allowed you to focus in fact let's talk about some of your grades this year this semester what what have been your grades this semester a's and b's a's and b's and almost every class major class you got an a right Mm -hmm. and you were able to turn in all your homework on time is that right yeah right and then when you needed help with like math and stuff and I would help you or you would study more, you realize that you could actually do this material. Yeah. Okay, so why is it that this environment is conducive for you to get A's and B's, but when you were in the brick and mortar school, A's and B's were running down the street away from you? No, it wasn't. It was because this year, homeschool year, well, not homeschool year, Mm -hmm. but 10th grade year. Which is this year? Yeah, Homeschool year. year. Mm -hmm. Sophomore year. Okay. I realized that I'm going to be out of here in two years. So out of where? Out of this house. Are you excited? Yes. <laughs> Why? Because I get to be on my own. You get to be on your own. You, you do realize that that requires you to actually pay for shit. Yeah. You understand that you're going to make your own money. Yeah. You understand that once you leave here, that you cannot come back except for holidays. And don't ask for any food. And birthdays. Don't ask for any food. From whom? Me. What? Oh, like you can't cook, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> well, I think you. <laughs> we can make some accommodations, and if you want to stay here, you get twenty four hours free. Anything after twenty four hours, you need to pay room and board. Once you're eighteen, you understand that. Yeah. What are you thinking about in regards to college? What do you mean? Have Have you thought about it? Are you Are you planning to go? You want to yeah. go to community college? You want to go straight to a four year university? We're like straight what do you to a four year. Why? Because I've always wanted to go to a four year. And where are you thinking about? James Madison. JMU. Where are they? Mm, Blacksburg. No, that's that's Virginia that's Virginia Tech. Tech. Harrisonburg. And why JMU? Because I've just always liked it ever since I was here. Okay, so that means we need to go and visit JMU. Yeah. Any other colleges you're looking at? We went to George Mason. George Mason is last. Why? Because it's too close to here. There's nothing to do here. And where is here? Oh, in our city where we live? Mm -hmm. All right. What about Old Dominion? Or somewhere out out of the state? What about somewhere in Michigan? University of Michigan. Mm-mm, that's too far. What about a HBCU? Do you know what that is? No. Historically black college or university. Like Howard University. No. Hampton I'm, University. I haven't done that much research. Okay. So you know that this year is the year that you need to start doing your research. Yeah. Now, and you also need to start thinking about taking the practice SAT and the ACT. I already did. Yeah, but you need to continue doing that. I was supposed to do it this year. You are going to do it this year. When? When you set it up, they don't do that. Oh. Yes, you can go. You there are testing centers where you go, you sign up, you take courses, and you take practice tests throughout. Oh well, you need to do some research. Like everything is not going to be handed to you. Like especially if you tell me you only got two years and you're going to be out of here because you got rent. How you going to get around? A job. A job. Okay, 
You gotta. You gonna pay your car note when I have the money. Okay, because you you're not using my car because you you can't even drive yet. Anyway, we'll talk about that. I can drive. You can. You suck. I can drive. Okay. Now you are in the process of getting ready to try to get your driver's permit. Mm, and like yeah, end of the month. End of the month. What's the rules for getting a permit? Yes. Like what I have to have. Yeah. Did you do the research? Yeah. And what's like the research? My social security number, my paperwork, and what paperwork? My like certif- child certificate. You mean your birth, birth certificate? Birth certificate. Uh huh. And the current residency. That's all I remember. All right. So we started the process of your mom began initially because my patience is short, teaching you how to drive. Is that right? Yeah. And I, what do you think? How do you feel about your driving skills? I'm a good driver. But how are you making that assessment, sir? Mom told me. Yeah, but your mom, your mom also said you. I drove home. From where? And I didn't crash. That's automatically an A plus. Yeah, but your mom, she's like. And I drove home when we were at Robinson, and I drove home from there. When I without was, any crashes. When I was doing it with yeah. you. Yeah, but I had to make you pull over because you were making me like. I don't know why. Nerve, boy. I was doing good. You were just overthinking. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Your your driving was great in the parking lot. You are exceptional. <laughs> you great. are an exceptional driver in the parking lot where there are no cars My and nothing around you and nothing that you cars. can eat. I mean hit. But when we were on the road I was doing great. I was doing great. I didn't crash or anything. I followed everything. I did my turns perfect and everything. Davion, you were too busy trying to turn up the music and and roll, push your seat back like you like. And I, was, I still got us home. I still got us home. Yeah, barely. I mean, I got us home without right. any crashes or bumps or scratches. True. All right. Well, we just gotta keep keep doing that, and then hopefully you get your your learner's permit, and you can get your job and you can get your vehicle. Cause um, <clears> where mom. Yeah, I'm not sure you're gonna get a, a vehicle. I'm not sure we. You need to work for it. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Dad Honda. Yeah, that's mine. No, it's not. It, your mom name. Gave ain't, it, mom no, gave she it. did not. That was not what she we said. That about. was my car. She did not say we, that was your car. She, she did said say no. That was my car. She asked me, should we fix it and give it to you? We're gonna have to get her up here because she was telling me that it's my car. It's not. She's always been telling me it's my car. Well. Okay, if you got the money to fix it, it's your car. Fine. Do what you need to do. That's going to be my birthday gift. From whom? You. No, boy, please. You're going to fix it. Boy, you crazy. Do you do you know? First of all, let me tell you a little bit about when I first... First of all... I already know the whole story. What's the story? That you've been driving and you've been working under the table since you were 12. And that you were providing rent for your family. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And you've been driving... Illegally with the broken down car. <laughs> exactly. I didn't get my license until I turned twenty one. I was in Detroit. I had three cars. See, I've lived different I, from you. A big so. quiet. Let me finish my story. I had three cars. All of those cars I worked for, I paid for. All of those cars were in my name, except for one it was in my uncle Fidel's name. God rest his soul. 
I did not have license to first, but I drove every day. I worked hard for it, and I did what I need to do. Now, if you just want something handed to you, didn't nobody hand me that vehicle. Like, I actually went, worked under the table, got money, saved money, and paid for the crap myself. Two different generations. Well, well bruh, I don't understand what you what were the born term. in a different de- generation. Than okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I cannot stand you. But I'm not paying for no vehicle. I'm telling you that right now. You said you were. The only vehicle I'm going to pay for is a Hot Wheel. And it's the kind that you could put on the table and roll down the goddamn table. You're going to let me drive the Mercedes. I already know you are. Yeah, okay. Let's move on. Now, this is February. And what's the significance of February? Valentine's Day. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What? Valentine's Day. The month of February. Oh, Black History Month. All right. And do you even know? Let me ask this question to you. Do you even know how Black History Month started? No. First of all, they was don't it, teach us that. Why don't you do your own research, Tavion? Because I just, I don't spend my time. Doing that. You know, when I was your age. When, when you were my age. I, when I was your age. Reading books. Exactly. I was going to the library. I was going to do research, trying to figure out what my race was all about. I was reading Huey P. Newton. I was trying to understand more than just Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. You know, I was actually reading things. Yeah, I'm trying to spend my teenage years having fun. That was fun. That That's was great. That's not fun to me. That was fun to you. Yeah, Sports it, are fun to me. I played baseball. I played football for a little bit. And then you quit because you wanted to read books instead. <laughs> I quit because I was in the marching band and all of our time was spent practicing for marching band. But putting that aside, <clears throat> how did Black History Month start? I don't know. You don't know. See, there was a, a individual by the name of Carter G. Woodson. Okay. And it started off with doing just, I think it was a week or two. And the reason that it was starting in February was because it was close to Frederick Douglass birthday and abraham lincoln do you know who frederick Douglass is why not they don't teach us that well you have a lesson to do after we're done with this podcast you're going to go and do some research on them who is abraham lincoln president okay what's the significance of abraham lincoln as it relates to african-americans um, Allegedly, he anyway, one that freed he gets credit for the emancipation of slavery. Right yeah. now, there's some debate about whether he was doing it benevolently or not, but he has been credited with that aspect. So that's how that started. And then going up and through the 70s, individuals were fighting for um, Black History Month to be nationally recognized. And so it is recognized in most um, states pretty much as a, a national month mom never told me well you need to follow and you need to learn this stuff because this is important and that's why i signed you up for that african excursion trip i'm not going you're going i'm not going do you know that when i was your age i was able to to go to senegal and the gambia in africa and see firsthand the slave castle where the white individuals were living on top of the the slaves and in the bottom of the the castle we have to go down and crunch down and crawl on our knees and they would crunch 50 and 60 africans in there to hold for the ship you need to go and understand that because when you see those things you will understand the import of history me and you are two different people well you as long as you live in this house you're gonna follow the damn roots all right, now let's go on and move to the full topic. No. That topic is sex 
Ed with Dad. Now, given that we are homeschooling, it's important for me to have <clears throat> these types of conversations with you. I already know the conversation. Kai, Kai, thank you. Particularly given the fact that social media is rampant and you all listen to these songs and they talking about fuck this and fuck that and you think y'all know everything um, and you act like I don't be reading all your messages. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't have on. messages. Yeah, okay. I'm a child of God. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are a child of God, but he needs to come down and touch your soul a little bit. Now, He's dead. Okay, now let's talk <laughs> a little bit about um, the birds and the bees. Now, I never had anyone teach me this because I didn't grow up with my father, but I had to learn the hard way. Now, do you understand what intercourse is? Yes. What is it? We're without, man, get, without getting graphic details. Where two people make love. Make love. Now, you're assuming that these individuals are in love, so do you have to be in love in order for you to have intercourse? No, sometimes they're just drunk and have one-night stands. Okay, so there's a concept of one-night stand. What about people just want to have a jump-off? Do you understand that concept? Yeah. And what is that concept? They just want to have a jump-start. Okay, they just want to have sex and random sex. Mm -hmm. All right, now, do you understand what protected sex is versus unprotected sex? Yeah. What is protected sex? Where you use protection. Who is you? Either partner uses protection. What is protection? Condoms. Condoms. And you understand that there are there are condoms that the male can use as well as a condom that the female can use. Yes. All right. What are some of the consequences potentially of engaging in unprotected sex? Diseases. Okay. And AIDS. what else? What else? Herpes. You said diseases. We'll talk about Children. those in more details. Go ahead. Children. You could become pregnant. A person could become pregnant. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what is the ultimate protection against either conceiving a child or potentially catching an STD? Plan B for <laughs> children. <laughs> Plan <laughs> Are you talking about the pill plan B? Yeah. No, boy. What? How can you not even get in that situation? Oh, condom. No. Wait, what are you talking about? It's It starts with a C and it's not condom. Oh, I don't know. Celibacy. Do you know what that means? No. Celibacy means keep your ass away from sex until you are married and have some a, a oh. full partner that you are ready to engage in sexual activity with. Yeah. That is the only ultimate um, protection against underage pregnancy as well as STDs. Now, since we are on the topic of STDs, tell me some of what you know of some of the STDs. Herpes, AIDS, um, gonorrhea. Now, um, I want you to step back. AIDS, can you, do you just contract AIDS? What do you mean? Is that how you get AIDS? Do you uh, know? No. How do you get AIDS? How, what, what is it? I don't know how to AIDS? get AIDS, but okay. I know AIDS. Okay, what else? Um, gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, what else? Um, I know them, but I can't think of them right now. Chlamydia? Yeah, chlamydia. Cancroid, herpes, genital warps, syphilis. Huh? I already said herpes. Syphilis, pubic lice, hepatitis B, HPV, right? Mm -hmm. You heard of these things? Yeah. Now, out of all those that 
you we listed are they are curable meaning if you contract something and you were to go yeah to a doctor can the doctor fix it mm, no they can't fix it but they'll probably give you medication that can correct it mm-hmm. and you think and that applies to everything no what does it not apply to I don't know. To to a cure. Do you know what the term when I'm saying cure? Meaning that if an individual were to contract an STD or also referred to as an STI, that there are medic there is medication and treatment that they can receive and no longer deal with that particular sexually transmitted disease. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you realize this is see. This is what they need to be teaching these kids in in school, and sex ed. Did did you take sex ed? Yeah, I'm sure did they good. did they talk about all this stuff? Yep. Okay, so what? Nobody paid attention. And why not? Because they just didn't care. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Now there are four STDs that are incurable. Do you know what incurable means? Not being able to cure. That's right. And they may be, you may be able to limit, reduce the effects of them with medication and treatment, but they are going to be with you for the lifespan <laughs> unless there are some kind of medicinal cures come forth. All right. What do you think the four are? I don't know. Guess. AIDS. Okay. What else? I don't know. All right, so you keep saying AIDS, but AIDS is comes as a result of HIV. Okay, so typically what happens is is that you, if you engage in unprotected sex, then you could potentially receive an STD. One of those STDs is HIV, and HIV, if not treated, can eventually turn to AIDS. Okay, that's how that goes. Right, so that's one. Give me another one. Gonorrhea. No, gonorrhea can be treated and is curable. Herpes is not curable. Herpes is a, is, is a recurring disease that will continue to come back. What about, what's another one? Syphilis. No, uh-huh. syphilis you, you could be treated on. You actually got a shot for it. HIV, uh, hepatitis. Hepatitis what? B. Hepatitis B is not curable. And hepatitis B... If it goes untreated, can infect what or affect what body part? I don't know. Your liver. It can destroy your liver. All right. What's another one? I don't know. You received a shot for it. I'm trying to remember the shots I got. Starts with an H. HIV. No, boy, you no damn shot for no HIV. HPV. Oh. Okay. HPV is not curable, although there are shots for. Um, dealing with it so that you can try to prevent it. All right. So the point of this conversation really is, is that, you know, for purposes of full disclosure, I did not engage in sexual activity until I was 18. Okay. Um, There were choices that I made that caused me to um, get into situations that I should not have gotten into, not dealing with STDs, but (laughs) dealing with um, children. Okay. But ultimately, the individual who I was with decided not to maintain that pregnancy. Um, but 
had that person gone through with it, it could have impacted me to the point that maybe I wouldn't be in the position I'm in. Maybe I would have dropped out of school just so I can work um, to take care of my child or take care of the house at home. Um, so you need to make sure that you are smart about anything that you attempt to do in regards to sexual activity. The preference would be is that you wait until you are married because that's what the Bible says. And you say you are touched by God or Jesus. Didn't you say that? No, I you did recall. say that. You, I don't recall. you did. I don't recall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said you're a child of God. Do you not remember that? I don't recall. Okay. So celibacy is the best option. However, I know that um, this is 2020, and most of you people think you know more than most adults about sex and don't know shit about nothing. Um, so it's important that, A, you use protection. Now, that leads me to talk about something else. See, they're not going to teach you this in school, but now that you homeschool, I can teach you all of these things. Now, the best cure I mean, excuse me, the best preventative mechanism against ex STDs or unwanted pregnancies is... Condom. No, I already told you. I just said that is celibacy. Celibacy. All right. Now, if you were to ignore that first rule, the next level of protection could be... Condom. Condom. Okay. You need to make sure that you know how to use a condom. Don't use a condom that has been wrapped thrown in the back of some somebody's vehicle or trunk or in your closet all tore up because if it is um, tainted or there are any holes in it, it is not effective. Do you understand that? Yeah. Okay. Now, what is another way in which you, you could, as a male, um, in, protect yourself against specifically HIV? I don't know. All right, so I told you this, um, you were not listening, but it's called PrEP. And PrEP is called, it stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis, prophylaxis, okay? That means that you are taking a pill daily to prevent yourself for catching or contracting HIV if you happen to engage in sexual activity with someone who could pass that to you, Okay. You understand that? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a daily pill. Now, studies show that for a female with PrEP, see, you need to know these things. The studies do not show that it's as effective for a female to take PrEP. But for males, it's up, upwards of 90% effective against you receiving or contracting HIV. Okay? You got that? Now, yeah. let's say that you're not on PrEP. But you decide that you, for whatever reason, you're going to engage in some sexual activity with an individual. And you may think that individual has HIV. There is another pill that if you take it within 72 hours, okay, that it can potentially prevent you from contracting HIV. And that's called PEP. P-E-P. Okay. The first one was what? PrEP. PrEP. P-R-E-P. This one is PEP, and that stands for post-prophylaxis, and that's because you've taken it because you've engaged in some activity with someone who potentially could give you that you think may um, be infected with HIV, AIDS, what have you, and so you're taking this within 72 hours as a preventative measure. It's kind of like the plan B, 
right? You you took you you said something earlier about Plan B. Do you yeah. know what Plan B is? Yeah. And what is Plan B? The pill you take when you think you're pregnant. What? When you think you're pregnant? Mm-hmm. It's a pill that you more accurately. So you don't have the child. It's a pill that you can take after take after having um, unprotected sex. And you have to take it within a certain amount of time, and it will reduce your chances of um, becoming pregnant, mm-hmm. right? So the way you said it makes it seem like you can take the pill anytime, and it stops you from getting a baby. I'm not sure that's the way it actually works. No. Okay? So it's important. I know you don't really like talking about these things, but it's important that you understand these concepts because only through knowledge can you make informed decisions that's appropriate for you, Okay. Now, you can never say no one has taught you these things. No one ever taught me these things. I had to learn this on my own and do my own research. But it's important for you to know these things um, so that you can make an informed decision. You got it? Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you some questions. <laughs> if you ask a potential sexual partner, do you have HIV, do they have to tell you? No. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah or no? Yeah. And why do you say yeah? Because it's just messed up. So your thing is morally is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Is that a yes? Yeah. And should you ask each person, any person that you potentially are going to engage in sexual activity with, should you ask those questions? Yeah. I don't know. No. Why not? Actually, yeah. To be sure. Are you and what what question are you gonna ask, Tavion? Are you diseased? <laughs> Diabetes is a disease. So what if they're diabetic? Are you sexually diseased? That's not the proper way of saying that. Do you have HIV? You can ask that. That's definitely a question you can ask. You can also ask, have you had any S do you have any STDs? Now, if they say no, what's gonna be your response? Okay. What's a, what's a follow up question to that? Are you lying? That, that's look that <laughs> that's a legitimate that's a legitimate question. But in order for a person to say no, I do not have an STD or no, I do not ha- have HIV, that means that that person must have gone to a what what must that person have done? Gone to a doctor to do what? Get checked. Get checked. That's right. And so it's important. That you ask the follow-up question, if they say no, when did you have your last STD test? And they should be able to tell you that. And you should ask them, what did you get tested for? And they should be able to tell you that. Now, if you're like me, you'll ask to see the results. Like, okay, you got tested, let me see the results. Whether or not, back to the question of whether or not you need to disclose, morally you should, but Legally, it depends on where you're located. Now, Virginia doesn't necessarily have a law that says that you have to disclose, but Virginia does have a criminal law that says that if you have HIV, syphilis, or hepatitis B, and you have sex fellatio, you know what fellatio is, right? Mm -hmm. Fellatio means um, oral sex. If you do any of those things and you transmit with the intent, of transmitting those any of those things to the other partner, then that is a class six felony. Okay. Uh-huh. So, J- 
just keep in mind that sex <laughs> sex it comes with consequences. So you want to be smart about it. The best thing to do is to be celibacious. Celibate. Celibate. Okay. Celibacy is the act of being celibate, meaning not engaged in sexual activity. So that is the best course of action. That is what I want you to do until you are mentally prepared to to engage with sexual activity. Quite frankly, the Bible says you should wait till you get married. You got that? That's what you want? No, no, no. I'm telling you that's what the Bible says. Oh, yeah. But you said that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry? What? <laughs> I didn't say anything. Are you trying to disclose something here on the podcast? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. It's not happening. Well, I'm... I, I'm telling you, I cannot control that. I'm giving you the tools needed to make the informed decision. Keep in mind that there are consequences for your actions. So when you engage in sexual activity, I'm not like these other parents that live in this neighborhood. You bring a child home, I ain't taking care of it at all. I'm not giving you a dime. I'm not giving you 50 cents. You better go and get your ass out there, get a job, and take care of your child. That's not my responsibility. Now, I will certainly do my responsibilities as a grandfather if that was the case. But I am not taking care of anyone's child. I have you to take care of and that dog over there who's snoring. Those are the two individuals that I'm taking care of. No other human being. You got that. You understand that? Yeah. All right. So at the end of the day, I do want to say this to you. I know that you feel like um, homeschooling has its ups and downs, but let me tell you that I have never seen you as focused. I've never seen you as diligent. I've never seen you actually go take the time, carve out the time to do your work as you have done this semester. I can't stay in homeschool. You know, I'm not saying that's the case. Now, what you're not going to do is tell me what you're going to do. I just Because you, let me finish. Can you please not put me in Okay, we can think about it. But what you're not going to do is tell me what you are going to do. Mom because as that. long as you live under this roof and as long as you are under the age of 18 and as long as you are required to attend a high school, you are going to go where I t- determine you're going to go. Okay? I think I've got the crown, crown, I mean, crown of this house. When? Once I stepped up. At the end of the day. Your mom and I will make a determination where you go. But mom I'm just said sad. she wants me to go back. At the end of the day, let me finish my conversation, my statement, and don't cut me off again. At the end of the day, your mother and I will decide what is going to occur. Now, do I think you also need to have some kind of interaction with other individuals of your age? Absolutely. Hopefully, this semester out has taught you about making the right decisions that when you go back into those situations that you will be able to still perform as high as you have been performing now. All right. So is there anything else that you need to say? Nope. Okay. How did you enjoy sex ed with dad? It wasn't that bad, right? No. I gave you a lot of information, right? Yes. And this is information that you can use. Yeah. So make sure that you maintain that information and keep it in the back of your head. Can I borrow $40? For? I want to buy clothes. 
um, uh, uh, forty dollars for clothes. Well, actually, no, two hundred for clothes. Yeah. Then why do you need it? Because me and my friends are gonna go shopping. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. This boy is not getting a freaking dime. <laughs> yeah. Man. So um, you still owe me. All that mom, um, all that money mom's been sending you, that should be in my account. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the theme music for Peach Creek, the cafe, was created by my brother, Crazy Drinker, for Blazing Heat Music out of Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> um, I appreciate you being here, Davion. Say goodbye to the people. Bye. All right. <laughs> Please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. Be sure to come back to the cafe. Until next time, remember to continue to drink, listen, and converse. Peace and love.